here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Yep, it's a happy, happy new year. Or Merry Christmas. Or we could still say that. Nancy Pelosi says Schwanza. Whatever you're celebrating. Uh, folks, are putting the wraps on this year of the Glenn Beck Program. And of course... The honor of filling in for Glenn today, I'm Justin Barkley. We've got a great guest lined up for you. Your phone calls as well as we're asking a couple of questions. One, what's the biggest story in 2022, whether it's being talked about or not? And two, what's your prediction for the next year? Love to hear from you. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. And joining us, General Michael Flynn on the Glenn Beck Program right after this. And your calls, too. Welcome back to the Glenn Beck Program. By the way, my name's Justin Barkley. You want to connect with me? You can do that at Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y dot com. The news doesn't take a break. And, of course, uh, neither do we here. And apparently um, there is more. Theblaze.com breaking on some of these big stories today. Some of the biggest stories for 2022. I'm asking you what you think they might have been. And, of course, do you have a prediction for the coming year? We'll talk about those. We've got more phone calls coming up. General Michael Flynn joins us now on the Glenn Beck program general thanks for uh thanks for joining us we really appreciate it uh thanks for having me justin appreciate it and happy new year to you and your audience thank you you too uh general let me let me ask you i want to start with this your background i had a chance to hear you speak a couple of weeks back and and talk about a, a few things you were talking with folks who are uh in uh, in media alternative media covering things and and uh, one of the things that you guys were talking about was discussing how you can verify when information is coming in. And I think this is so important. There, there are a couple of different reasons for it. But number one, um, there's so much out there. How about the real disinformation? We hear that word and phrase thrown around so much. But uh, we're in the midst of a bit of a, a psychological operation, it feels like. I know you've got uh, background there. Uh, you know, Glenn always tells us to do our own homework. Well, how do you, when you do that, how do you know what to believe? Who do you trust? And how can you verify some of the questions? I want to start with that. Wow. Uh, well, I, you know, the first thing to do is to really understand where you're getting your information from. And I think that a lot of people, you know, there's many, many millions, in fact, actually still just read the headlines. They, they, they don't go any further than the first or second paragraph. And they read their, uh, usually their hometown uh, news, so to speak, because people still want to understand, you know, they want to know who's, who's doing well in sports or who's, you know, what the obituaries are. But there's so much information that is now available. It shows like this. And, and some of the people that were in that audience that you and I met at uh, a couple, about a month or so ago, these, I call them the indies, the independent podcasters that are out there that have really, really, risen in the last couple of years, uh, citizen journalism. And uh, what, what has happened is we've, we have a, a mainstream media in the country that has really just been, been so bought off by the corporate world and they parrot, uh, they just, they continue to just parrot sort of this, this psychological uh, operation that we are all finding ourselves within. 
and it is truly a war of narratives. And you know, and, and, and you know, if you want to more precisely define it, it's fifth generation warfare, and it is a war of narratives. And there are uh, a lot of distractions. And I would, you know, it's sort of you know, distractionization, if you will, if that's a word. And the idea about distracting the populace to believe something that is not necessarily true uh, is is a very real uh, endeavor that's been done to the United States, particularly the U.S., over the last few years. And we absolutely have a psychological operation being directed against the United States of America, and that psychological operation is in the is in the the form of of things like. You know, trust the science, right? The, the phrase trust the science, uh, danger to democracy. You know, this this person or this act is a danger to democracy. When in fact, what we what we're starting to see and what we're learning, especially as more brave, courageous whistleblowers or other doctors or other religious leaders or other, frankly, citizen leaders stand up and step up and then and start to speak out, we're starting to see the truth uh, really rise to the top, as it typically does. And one of the phrases that I use, Justin, is that the truth fears no enemies, and the, and the truth will always come out. And, you know, it's the whole issue. If you, if you tell the truth, you don't have to worry about, you know, the story if you have to tell the story again, you know, a month from now, because it's going to be the same story, whereas, a, you know, a lie has to be constantly shaped and formed. And that's what's been happening to... The American people over the last few years, and this this uh, it's it's really a, a form of sort of hybrid, irregular, unrestricted warfare. But it's at the end of the day, it's it's what I call fifth generation warfare, and uh, and we we the people of the United States are are we we've, we've been uh, we've been talked to as though and and caused to have our neighbors as our enemies when our neighbors are not our enemies, you know. It's not about Democrats and Republicans. It's about the American way of life. And there is a higher uh, order of people, this sort of globalist elite crowd that does exist. And they're very real and, they, and they're very public. They're very in our face. And they have every intent on destroying the fabric of the United States of America for their own, for their own uh, means. And um, and I think that it's you know we I think people have to really pay attention to what what is happening, and and the idea about you know like I, I keep saying going back to fifth generation warfare, you know it's evolved from the sort of the overlap of of all the different aspects of hybrid irregular unrestricted warfare and the and the Chinese wrote the book on, on unrestricted warfare, mm-hmm. and it and the and the idea is to affect the belief system of civilians in a, in a civilized society. So we just have to be cognitive of it. We got, we have to pay attention. We have to do our own research and, and uh, really, really be discerning as to what we're going to believe. Uh, General Michael Flynn joins us right now. You mentioned uh, before general too, that, that uh, when you're getting stories or you're hearing things from people and we're spreading, obviously it's one of the things that we wanted to do is, is, is to share the stories in a lot of ways that people won't hear anywhere else. One of those stories is with Twitter right now. What's what's happening inside, what's been coming out, the things that we have suspected for a while now, Elon Musk is revealing inside of Twitter. Not that he's anyone who should, should necessarily be celebrated in every way, but it, there is some things coming out on, on Twitter right now. But my question is, people are even going to hear these stories unless we share them with each other 
Um, so that's a whole nother thing. But when you're hearing even some of this stuff, you know, you can hear it from a neighbor or for a friend or family member or somebody that you might trust. How do you know if they've got the, the right and the real information? Uh, what do you do there? Well, first, first Twitter and the, and the Twitter files and all the stuff that's being exposed. Not no one, no one that is that is breathing should should be surprised about yeah. what we're learning about what was going on at Twitter, and it's probably the same thing that's going on at Facebook and some of these other large social media uh, woke corporations. So nobody should be surprised. The things that we are learning, and, and it's basically, again, it's kind of back to what I just said. You know, we, we uh, now, now want, in, as Americans, we want accountability. So I, I, I appreciate what Elon Musk has done. I would like to see him. He should hold accountable some of these people that were at Twitter, and he should bring, you know, if he if he has the ability to to uh, to you know at least publicly shame them, he should, and he's doing some of that, and that's fine. But we now need a, a person like Elon Musk, who has extraordinary influence, to start to demand from the U.S. government that they start to investigate what happened because. You know, the one thing that, that we have now learned is that the Federal Bureau of Investigation, you know, the, our illustrious FBI and elements of our DOJ and then elements of our intelligence community, particularly retired, uh, um, you know, heads of the, of the intel community, the Department of Defense, you know, the, the infamous whatever it was, 51, that signed off on the letter saying that the Hunter Biden laptop was was uh, Russia was a was was Russian misinformation? Yes. I mean, we have now learned. Excuse my Irish, but we've now learned that it's all bullshit. And we and we've always known that. I've known that. The majority of people have always known it. Now we have it for real. There's no doubt. It's black and white. So now, what we should be demanding is we should be demanding accountability. And and frankly, here's where here's where we're at. We are not going to see accountability by. Uh, the department of, by this Department of Justice under this administration, we are not going to see, I don't want people to think, yep, they, they need to hold these people accountable. You know, this is where, this is where, because we did go through a recent election and, and we do have a, a new House of Representatives and maybe, maybe the, uh, the, the uniparty will, will suddenly wake up in, in Washington, D.C. and start to hold people accountable because the House under new leadership, they can they can go after people. They can call them all in. I've been subpoenaed by the by the uh, January sixth unselect committee. You know, they, I mean, they just they just released the litany of people who were subpoenaed yesterday. Mm-hmm. So let's let's have a tit for tat, but let's hold people accountable, even if accountability is only publicly uh, uh, bringing these people in in front of in front of cameras. I don't want any more behind the door nonsense. The American people don't deserve this. Those people in Washington work for us. Okay, this is a republic form of government. They work for us. I want I want total transparency in everything that at least the House of Representatives is going to do, because we know that the Senate is still controlled by the by the left. And frankly, you know, for somebody who in terms of Twitter files, I mean, yeah, great. I, I'm and I'm all for it. And I want and I I guarantee more stuff is going to come out, and it's ugly. But we just had, I think it was what, 16 Republican senators sign off on a 1.7 trillion dollar. <laughs> you know, they call it the ominous bill. The yeah. ominous bill, not the ominous. 
That's going to destroy our economy. That's the next nail in the economic coffin of America. And and now we're now we're at about 110 billion dollars from my my account to uh, money money U.S. taxpayer dollars going over to Ukraine. And and trust me, folks, Ukraine is one of the biggest distractions going on right now. Talk about a war of narratives and a war of distractions and fifth generation warfare. Distract over here with this potential war and a potential for nuclear war in Eastern Europe, which we have no business being part of. And yet we've got an invasion going on on our southern border. We have a chemical war in the, in the form of fentanyl that is, that is killing people across this country. And we have a biological war because we're about to have China send us over another, you know, China virus. And we know it. It's already, it's being talked about already. So, you know, to, to take a step back and to take a, a deep breath, the American people need to understand that the leadership in Washington, D.C. is is inept, incompetent, and corrupt. And we are not going to get any more answers out of the people in Washington, D.C. General We're Michael Flynn, uh, got to take a quick break, but I want to because you're on a roll. So I hate to <laughs> I hate to stop you, but we got to take a quick break. We come back. I want to ask you just mentioned about the January 6th committee. You had to go in front of the unselect committee. Um, we just heard some interesting. There's some things that just broke. I I just read a, came out about an hour ago. Some people are looking through some of the uh, the documents. I want to get your take on some of that, and uh, and of course more as we continue our conversation. General Michael Flynn. In with us right now, Barkley, and for back today on the Glenn Beck program, right back after this. Stand up! General Michael Flynn is back with us now on the Glenn Beck program. Justin Barkley in for uh, Glenn today, and the last and final show of the year. Uh, General Flynn, I just read this on Twitter. I want to get your take on this. It's uh, it's from Sean at uh, Davis at the Federalist. The tweet on the the afternoon of January 6th, Ray Epps texted his nephew about the events at the Capitol. I was in the front with a few others, he said. I also orchestrated it. We've got this as part of the, the uh, interview, I guess, that was done in, in the deposition here. What is your take on that? We never really heard much about who this Ray Epps guy was. And, uh, you know, a lot of folks have been pretty silent on this. Imagine this is something that we ought to know more about. Sean says, we wonder why we, he was never charged and why he's the only person whom Kinsinger and Cheney uh, will defend. What, what's your take on that? Oh, there's others that they'll defend, too. So my take on this entire thing for January 6th is this is a complete and total setup. And, and there are so many people that I've spoken to over the last couple of years that were there that day. And I've seen I've seen videos and I've seen pictures and photos of like a lot of Americans have seen of people being escorted in by cops of, thug, you know, thugs dressed in black and uh, and masked up and agitating. Uh, these are things that that are easily put together, easily organized in terms of, you know, when you know you're going to have a big crowd, all you got to do is have a small group of well-trained well-organized agitators and you get them in there and you do, you know, you do certain things and then, and then you allow for others to be part of it. And uh, a guy like Epps is one. And there's a few others who have yet to see the, the, the inside of a cell. And, uh, and yet we have people sitting in prison still. And I, and, and many of them haven't even seen, you know, a judge yet or haven't been charged properly yet. So 
you know, I'm, I'm not going to take away from anybody that broke a window or, or, or went inside and did some stupid thing inside and damaged, you know, damaged property, or whatever like that. So, I mean, it's, you know, some of that stuff happened. But, but this entire thing is a setup. And, and I think that once, if, if the House, if the House of Representatives, the new House of Representatives, when they take over, if they have the guts, and we'll see, we'll see if they have the guts. I'm not sure if, if, if we have the right people in there. But if they have the guts, then maybe they'll, uh, they'll take responsibility and they'll really start to dig into that. And they'll tie it to the 2020 election uh, rigging of the 2020 election. They'll tie it to the, the, uh, the uh, way that the FBI and the DOJ, because I don't want to just blame the FBI, because the FBI is a subordinate of the DOJ, the, but the, how the FBI and parts of the DOJ uh, helped to manipulate the uh, misinformation prior to the 2020 election to, in order to rig the election. I mean, I, you know, it's, I joke about this. And I don't mean to joke about it because it's very serious, but you know, when I talk to groups of people, I always ask, you know, how many of you uh, have, have uh, or bought a Build Back Better baseball hat at Christmas time for your family, right? If 81 million people <laughs> voted for this guy, yeah, yeah. Then, then there should be at least 40 million baseball hats out there. I mean, this yeah. hat, let's just give it. You know, there's, nobody buying, there's nobody buying Build Better baseball hats or Build Back Better bumper stickers or T-shirts because it doesn't exist. It was all fake. And the guy that's in the White House, I call him Uncle Joe. You know, it, it, he is um, he is a he is a really. I mean, we can say what we want in terms of the constitutional process that got uh, Biden and Harris into the White House, but now we know through the through the Twitter files that now we know that the entire thing was a setup, mm. and the and the 2020 election was rigged. So who who's going to hold anybody's feet to the fire? Who General, do that. It's supposed to be an independent Department of Justice, yeah. and frankly, right now, Justin, we don't have that. General, I I don't know if you've got the time to hang. Uh, can you hang after the break for a few minutes? We got one more question, and folks are asking maybe a little hope and encouragement. If you can, we'll keep you uh, through the break. Does that work for you? Sounds good. Okay, General Michael Flynn with us, and uh, he's kind of on a roll. General, some people listening thinking you maybe ought to run for something. I <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. We're continuing this conversation. Of course, biggest stories of 2022. We'll talk to you about that as well coming up. And the predictions for 2023. The General's already made a few of his own. But one of the questions that, that I'd like to hear is, uh, what do you do? now and we often hear this this phrase trust the plan and his name comes up around this quite a bit so do you trust the plan what does the general say back after this the glenn back program We have a little bit of breaking news here. A suspect has been arrested in the murder of the four students there in Idaho. 25-year-old suspect in custody after being arrested in Pennsylvania. Uh, I guess Scranton? A man in his mid-20s arrested by police and the FBI around 3 a.m. Suspect appeared in court this morning, reportedly a college student, but did not attend University of Idaho. And the bar's on the details now but uh 
continue to keep you updated. Check theblaze.com for the latest. Barkley in for Beck today in the Glenbeck program. General Michael Flynn. We continue our conversation as he joins us now on the Glenbeck program. Uh, General, uh, you, you've been a wealth of insight, and we really appreciate you for joining us today and, and talking about uh, some of the different things that you've shared with us. One of the questions that folks are wondering is uh, this question of one of the phrases that we hear quite often, which is, you know, trust the plan. Is there a plan, and should we trust it? I've heard you talk about this before, and I thought maybe it'd be a good idea to have you uh, explain well, well, yeah, so before I forget, I just want to say to you, Justin, thanks for having me on, and to, and to uh, you and the entire Glenn Beck uh, audience. Just had, I wish everybody a really happy 2023. Now, in this issue of, of trust the plan, there's a lot of a lot of, uh, of noise out there uh, in, in from a lot of these independent podcasters and a lot of people in social media that talk about this trust the plan. The, the, you know what the plan is, Justin? It's you and I on this show today talking about what America is, you know, what's good about America, what is great about America, and what do we need to do about the kinds of things that we are facing. That's the plan. The people of this country are the plan. The people of this country have always been the plan. The founders of this country designed this country from the bottom up. And, and it's always about involvement, citizen involvement. That's the plan. All this nonsense that you hear from people about, well, there's a plan and, you know, Trump is in charge and the military is in charge. It's all nonsense. It's all BS. If, if that were the case, if there were some miraculous thing that was going to happen, why would we allow our country, whoever, so whoever's, whoever wrote that stupid plan and whoever, whoever you know, talks about it, why would we allow our country to be, I mean, just utterly destroyed economically, financially, uh, you know, physically with this invasion of our southern border? Uh, I mean, there's so many things that are, that, that are happening to this country in the last two years alone. And so if there was a plan, boy, it's a really, you know, I don't want to use any, any foul language on your show, but it's a, it's a lousy plan. So as far as I can, as far as I'm concerned, I'm the plan. You're the plan. The people of this country are the plan. And I tell people, stand up, step up and speak up and get involved in your communities. Like you've never been involved in it, in them before. But you know, the plan, the plan is for, is for moms principally women who have children and are trying to raise children and they're getting involved in this, in this madness of critical race theory being taught in our schools or, or this idea of transgender uh, you know, studies in elementary school or this idea of, of allowing children to make decisions about abortions in this country still, even though the, the Supreme Court finally ruled after 50 years that, uh, you know, that it was a state's rights issue and people need to be thinking about it. I mean, it's all these aspects of who we are that people need to understand. And so, you know, we have to sort of stop hiding behind this mask of political psychosis that we find that is just totally consuming us. And, you know, we are a, a principled nation. We're a structured nation. We still have elements of the rule of law. It doesn't feel that way at coming out of Washington, D.C. Uh, I, I want people to really uh, to cherish the fact that we have local law enforcement still in our country. We're the only country on the planet that has that. So I, I want people to understand that it's you and I and how, and what, you know, how we take control of our lives and how we get in, in uh, how we get involved in our communities at the local level. And I use the phrase local action equals a national impact. 
but it's it's now now is the time. I'm actually I feel blessed to be alive uh, right now during this very historic time in our country. I, I have been through five lifetimes in the last five years, you know, mm-hmm. with all of the, the madness that I have gone through. But I'm still standing here, and I'm still standing here because of principally because of a couple of things. But number one is my faith, and number two is the strength of my family. And those are the two things that I will continue to fight for when I, you know, sort of move out smartly and, and, uh, and go forward in life. And I think that that's what I want people, your listeners, to do. And, and as we go into the year 2023, this is going to be a very, very exciting year. And we have the American people, for all the listeners that are in politics, that are in some office right now, state or federal office, for all of those that are listening to this show, trust me, the American people have high expectations and you better perform. So, again, I just want to say to you, Justin, and, uh, and to Glenn and to your audience, I wish everybody a happy new year and, uh, and Godspeed. General Michael Flynn, thank you for taking the time. General, we appreciate uh, your courage and, um, and thank you for sharing with us today. Where can folks keep up with you, I, General? I, I know that, uh, listen, Twitter's back, Elon's back, and I saw somebody actually mentioned you, you, you earlier to say, hey, please restore the general. Where can people stay in touch with you if they'd like to stay in touch? Yeah, please, please. Uh, Je- they can go to GeneralFlynn.com, GeneralFlynn.com, and, what, and my, my latest uh, uh, bestseller, uh, national bestseller, is The Citizen's Guide to Fifth-Generation Warfare, Introduction to 5GW. And people can go to GeneralFlynn.com and... Uh, and uh, purchase a copy there, and they can help me out, as well as learn a lot about what we're going through. General Flynn, thank you, sir. Appreciate you. God bless. Up to you. Uh, it, it is a hard, sometimes it is hard to hear the truth, right? But a couple of weeks back when I saw the general speak, and I and, and sometimes the truth just, it just, oh, man. Even though it's tough to hear, it uh, it is refreshing. There's like an ice cold sip of water on a hot summer day, especially in the desert of, of truth that we're wading through these days. But I heard the general comment, and I heard particularly uh, the, that bit that he that he mentioned about the truth. And I immediately, when I came back. I shared uh, with some folks in my audience, I, I said, look, I, I got some things to tell you. There are a lot of folks, and I hear these questions that I would trust the plan and that this is going to happen and that's going to happen. I see and hear everything because people send it all to me, and I appreciate that. And one of the things I try to do, though, is use a bit of discernment. Yes, there's experience and the wisdom and things like that, but a bit of discernment. Um, that's, that's just part of my faith, but to, to try and understand what's true and what is not and when i heard him talk and particularly say look uh, there is no plan you got your popcorn and all that that this is designed to make you sit on the couch and and not be participants and active in what has to happen in order to turn the tide here in this country and we need you you are the plan in fact the founders as he just mentioned the founders made you the plan In fact, I believe God has a plan. And you and I and everyone else are a part of it. We are called 
to walk in whatever capacity that it um, that it is that that we are uniquely designed, created to walk in. It, the question is, will we? You know, each one of us has our own set of gifts. We each have our own set of special skills, maybe experiences that we've developed or gone through through life that prepared us for this very moment. You and I have been uniquely prepared and called for this very moment. And as he just pointed out, General Michael Foote just pointed out, I think a very good, great way to look at things here. Maybe, I know, <laughs> I know that, um, gosh, you look at things and you certainly don't get excited, but maybe we ought to get excited that we are here for such a time as this, that we have the opportunity to show up at this moment in this nation's history, at this moment in time. And walk out through our faith, whatever it is that we might be called to do. Now, I know that is easier said than done. But I pray that God would give me, you, and the rest of us the courage to do it. Back in just a moment. Barkley and for Beck on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. for back today in the Glenn Beck program. What an honor it is to always be able to spend time with you. The best audience I think that there is. And I, I can't be honest, uh, some of the smartest. So that's why I thought we'd wrap it today with some of these predictions for the new year and then maybe the biggest story of 2022. Your thoughts on that. I got an email. By the way, you want to send me a message or we can just connect either way. Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y.com, JustinBarclay.com. Great place for us to do that. We're now hearing breaking news on the uh, the story out of uh, the Idaho, the suspect and the uh, the, the college kid Slade. Uh, they've arrested a suspect. They're going to have a news conference, press conference uh, this afternoon, 1 p.m. Pacific. The latest on that. Stick with theblaze.com for the details. But Jason says the biggest story not reported of the year is the assault on the trucking industry, specifically the independent trucker. California passed their law ending lease purchase contracts pushing drivers to either leave the state, find a company position, or pay higher costs to buy a truck outright. Soaring diesel costs. California banning the purchase of diesel vehicles by 2035. The FMCSA announcing they will be announcing rules on speed limiters on trucks in June or July. And my prediction is once speed limiters are introduced, the fabricated driver shortage will actually come true. Happy Schwanza, Jason says. <laughs> I know it's nothing sounds. Hey, by the way, nothing sounds happy about any of that. All right, Diane, appreciate you holding. Thank you so much, Diane. But I think you're you've got one of the probably one of the biggest stories of the year too. And I wanted to make sure that we got you on, Diane in Oregon. You're on the Glenn Beck program. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to talk to you. Uh, yes, the overturn of Roe versus Wade is the biggest. Uh, 
the biggest issue of of the uh, the decade, I believe. Um, and my prediction is more of a need. We need after abortion care for post-abortive men and women. There are 64 million babies lost. They go to heaven. But the men and the women are stuck with an unresolved, complicated grief Mm -hmm. because they are they are intimately involved with the loss of their children by choice. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, one of the things that is 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 not widely known is pregnancy resource centers often do um, after abortion care in the form of Bible studies and just walking alongside the women in their grief and their loss by choice. And with, with 64 million babies lost, that's 128 million moms and dads. And um, then there's 60% of those abortions are coerced. That's yeah. how many of those 14 year olds were taken by grandma and granddad who are, looking back over their lives and saying, my God, what did I do? You know, I, I, I can't imagine. I pray for those folks. Diane, you make a really, uh, I think a real powerful point. I know folks that are dealing with that, but through their faith and, and through those, some of those ministries, they've been able to get some healing. And I, I, I appreciate your call this morning. I think that's something that we all need to, to keep an eye on, uh, particularly, uh, moving forward. Uh, but great, Great points. Garrett in Texas. Predictions for the new year and biggest story of the year. Garrett, you're on the Glenn Blake program. I'm, act- I'm actually in Minnesota, but it's okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, we we kind of look like Texas. We're a smaller boot, though. But anyways. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, no, uh, I think I, I predict that the Republicans will grow some kahunas and cut the spending that Joe Biden's outrageously the $1.7 trillion bill that they just passed before. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, they, they need to definitely, I predict that they're going to grow some kahunas though and put an end to it because that's just outrageous. Garrett, thanks uh, for the call. Tom in Missouri, we'll go to him next. Biggest story of the year, Tom. What do you think? Well, actually, I got two. Give me uh, one because we got 30 seconds. All right. Well, okay. So I would say that uh, voter suppression and and cheating going on, just like the Arizona governor yeah. thing. There's mounds of evidence, but yet it seems like nobody wants to listen. Anything? Anything going to come out of that? You think? You know what? I'm not sure. And yeah. I predict I predict this year, the next year that if we don't get new leadership, nothing's going to change. Appreciate the call, my friend. Thank you so much. Always an honor and a pleasure. I, I got to tell you, this audience is amazing. I always, uh, I just cherish this. Thanks to the folks back in Dallas who make it look and sound so easy. Appreciate you as always. Uh, always on top of things. Glenn Beck, back soon. Stand by next week, I think. So always a pleasure, folks. Justin Barkley, connect with me at Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y.com. I'm at Mr. Justin Barkley on Twitter and all those places as well. Happy New Year and God bless. This is the Glenn Beck Program.